You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey friends, Michael McIntyre here. And this podcast that you're about to hear is awesome. I hope you enjoy it. Listen, I have a lot of people asking this. McIntyre, when is the next next level experience? Well, it's going to be right here in Dallas, Texas, March 10th, 11th, and 12th. This is not a conference. Each day builds on itself. You get to be at all three days. It starts on Friday, March 10th at 2.30 p.m. and goes to about 9.30 p.m. that evening. And then Saturday morning, it starts 8 a.m. sharp and goes to about 9.30 p.m. that Saturday night. Then Sunday morning, same thing, 8 a.m. sharp to 9.30 p.m. that evening. It's intense. It's Holy Spirit. It's all about Jesus. It's all about taking your life to the next level. Maybe you feel stuck. Maybe you've been stuck for a while. Maybe your life is working. That's great. That's what we want your life to be working. But we want it to go bigger. You know there's more for you. So if you do, you want to come in. Listen, that's what we do. We help take your life to the next level. It's not for snowflakes. It's intense. It's fun. It's beautiful. We talk about business. We talk about relationships. We talk about Jesus. And we talk about things in your life to get you unstuck and help you get to where you want to be. Maybe a new business, maybe a book, maybe just a career change, maybe just go to the next level. So join us. Go check us out at themichaelmcintyre.com and apply now. No cost up front. At the end, if you want to pay it forward, God bless you. That's awesome. All right. Have a great day. Enjoy this podcast and share it with your friends. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. Michael McIntyre with the Next Level Podcast, baby. We got a live person here, Bobby Hudak, and he's going to get coached today from, from the coach, and it's going to be great. You know, one of the things that uh, we emphasize here at McIntyre Next Level Podcast is being coachable, and I really am proud of Bobby stepping into the space and is willing to be coachable. You know, the most successful people on this planet are coachable, right? That's right. Tom Brady, he's very successful. I know he's knocked out of the playoffs this year, but yeah, he's, he's been on top of that mountain for years. So, uh, but he's coachable. Yes, very successful people are coachable. And this is no exception. Bobby is an extraordinary individual. And uh, we're really proud. I met Bobby at Next Level Experience a few months ago and uh, got to hang out. And uh, came to our cigar, scotch, and scripture night one night. And we had awesome. a good time, didn't we, Bobby? Yeah, it was awesome. It was good. It was good. So welcome, Bobby. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself, brother. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. How about the nickel tour? Right. So, uh, I'm 39. I live in the DFW area. Got a wife and a kid. He's four months old. She's not four months old. Uh, she's wonderful. Um, I, uh, have a background, educational background in engineering, worked in the corporate sector for like 10 years, uh, doing engineering design work. And then, uh, also a lot of manufacturing and operations type stuff. And uh, moved over into a healthcare space, moved to DFW about two years ago for a job. And uh, in the last year have exited that, exited that job, had some, had a pretty rough ride with an undesirable business and uh, was really searching for a, searching for something that can really be a pivotal, pivotal moment in my life. And I, someone said, you should go to NLE, like, 
<laughs> I probably had 10 people say, you need to go to NLE. And I was like, ah, what is this? Some sort of business conference? I mean, I've been to a hundred business conferences. <laughs> and uh, the result was, uh, it was not a business conference. Uh, it was something way different. I was, uh, I didn't, I wasn't prepared, but I kind of was, you know, spiritually I was ready, but I didn't really know what I was walking into. And at any rate, um, that was a few months ago. And uh, that really was a pretty transformative thing for me. And is uh, really started to open my eyes to what am I doing? What do I want to do? What kind of life do I really want? So that's it. That's it in a nutshell. There's your good man. It's good, Bobby. Well, listen, I, first of all, thank you for being on uh, the next level podcast and uh, thank you for uh, submitting to this process. And, you know, one of the things we do at McIntyre is we coach a lot of people and uh, you've been a C-suite guy and uh, you've been an entrepreneur and you've had your own things and you're, you're searching right now. So I wanted to, uh, coach you and kind of give a, a flavor of what we do here at McIntyre. And, and, and there's no better way to do it than with somebody, you know, that's actually in the game right now, that's in the arena and you are definitely in the arena. So uh, I got to know you a little bit at next level experience. And so I'm going to ask you a series of questions, man. And I just want you to answer them and I'm going to run the, run this tape on you. Is that good? Sure. Yeah. Go right. All in. right. I'm going right. to turn the light on. Yeah, 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 sure. And so, you know, one of the things that uh, I really like uh, is is about your spiritual life. You said you really like to go deep. You like to get to a point where at least you have one hour in the morning with the Lord in real relation where I'm not already thinking about the task of the day and breaking my focus on him. One hour is a lot for for, for most people. Yeah. And, you know, we, we think, you know, it's like, I mean, you know, most of us go to church, you know, we do corporate worship and we, you know, get into the sermon and, you know, at our, at our church, uh, we hang out at storehouse and, you know, corporate worship can last, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, uh, which is great. And then, you know, sermon is 45 minutes, you know, to an hour. And so then you got fellowship. So you're there for a while, but Man, getting up every morning, Bobby, and giving an hour of just meditating with the Lord. I mean, it sounds good, but practically it's going to be difficult. And so where are you at that? Because I want to coach you on this a little bit. Well, let me start with saying you really make me feel good when you say that's a long time and I'm struggling <laughs> to get there. So, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm in good company right now. Um, you are, brother. Yeah, I, I would say it's a little bit variable. Uh, prior to my son um, being born, my life was, at least my morning was a little bit more structured. But, you know, when you have a when you have an infant, like you're kind of on their schedule till they have a schedule, you know, so it's been really hit or miss. But um but a lot of times what I like to do is I try to wake up around six and, you know, from six to seven, have that time in the morning. Uh, my wife and I used to try to get up around the same time, read, worship together some, have coffee, you know, kind of before we start the day. Since my son's been born, though, that has not happened. But like, I don't know, like twice, I mean, in four months, you know, something like that. So yeah. uh, so so it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of hit or miss. Um in terms of how long and when, and, and really even if, I mean, I, I've kind of started to give myself some grace on that, but that's where I'd like to be, you know? Yeah. And, and so, and, and I love that. I love, I love, I love your ambition and yeah. And, you know, you know, life tends sometimes to get in the way of our spiritual life. Right. And so in, in spiritual life, sometimes it's easier to, to, to put, to the side because you've got more pressing issues we think anyhow and and i totally understand being an entrepreneur and i get it 
so let me just give you a little coaching advice. What I what I tell people like yourself that have busy lives, I, I've coached people that had, you know, nine kids, right? And so how do you carve out time for with nine kids, you know? And so instead instead of trying to climb that mountain, you know, you know, the old adage, how do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time, right? So maybe come in here and say, okay, I'm gonna put on some Bethel instrumental music, right? Just some Bethel worship music or instrumental plug it in, turn it on my phone and sit here in my secret place or in my closet or in my library or wherever and just give five minutes just praying. You know, uh, I know some people have spiritual language. Some people just want to pray. Some people just want to listen and meditate and visualize the Lord. Uh, I think that that will get more things instead of because because here's what happens. And and I say this, Bobby, because it happens to me when I feel that I have to do something. Okay. It's a pressure cooker. It's like there's a resistance in there. But if I get to do something, I can surrender to that process. So uh, I love that you want to spend an hour a day in that process. But practically with the four-month-old baby, it's sometimes difficult. I would just say, listen, let's start out with five minutes a day. Put on a little Bethel instrumental worship music and uh, and just meditate with the Lord, man, for five minutes, you know, and as you get things going better and better, maybe you get it up to 15 minutes, 10 minutes, but, you know, you know, you go inch by inch is a cinch. When you take it by the yard, it's hard. <laughs> okay. Inch by inch is a cinch. Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm putting that on a bumper sticker. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. So good. All right. So, uh, the next thing I want to talk to you about relationships, and I think it's really good that you talk about this, is you've got several close friends. None of them are local. You guys moved in, uh, and uh, and you've kind of had your children out of sync with everybody else. Stacy and I, yeah. with Stacy and I, did the same thing, you know, and and it is hard, you know. One of the things that Stacy and I found out that you know we had success at an early age, and so the people that could that wanted to do the things that we are capable of doing we're about you know 20 years older than we were right and then you know they already had kids and so and then when we started having kids it was it was always just out of sync so uh and i get that and uh you know one of the things you can do and sometimes it's helpful is is that you know like you guys went to next level experience which is great you get to get in community in that but you really have to get into a community that you really can be connected to. And one of the things that we like to do at Next Level is have real people, right? Real people, real answers, real problems, real victories, real tragedies, and real, just real. Not putting on a persona, not trying to be somebody they're not, not having expectations of something who they're not. And it's okay to, you know, to be who you are, right? We have, you know, I like to say, listen, when you're around our house, you know, when you're around us, you don't have to hold in your stomach. Okay, so just be just be who you are, man, you know, because we all have issues. Everybody does. And so I just want to encourage you and and to seek out somebody maybe at a a church that you feel comfortable with. And uh, because it is important to be in community and friends. And I think, you know, from what I gather, I hope uh, that you're connecting with some folks at the next level experience. You've got some people that really love you. And, uh, you know, you showed up pretty big there, man. So I think that's really important. Let, let's talk about money for a second and, and where you're at trying to get to, because I think this is real important. And I'm going to ask you, what what do you think, what is your biggest fear when it comes to your career or to money? You know, for the longest time, I had a mountain of student loan debt. Um, and so 
I really lived a long, I say a long time, I lived a good part of my career really fighting that. And I've become really debt averse, you know, after having lived with it for a long period of time. Um, so the thing that I'm probably most fearful of is ever, ever putting myself in a position to really go backwards, right? So that means that's two parts, right? That means maintain an, an appropriate income for your lifestyle, but also manage your lifestyle appropriate to your income, right? So it's kind of like two sides of the sword there, right? So that's probably the thing that I'm most fearful of when it comes to finances is really kind of going backwards or putting myself into a position where I'm having to, you know, you, you just really don't want to talk to creditors if you can help it, right? There's good credit and there's bad credit, so or debt for that matter. So have the right kind of debt, you know, some Robert Kiyosaki style. So um, that, that, yeah. that's probably it in a nutshell. Yeah, I get it. I, I totally get it. So uh, what I hear you saying is that you become a kind of risk averse when it comes to debt, taking on any debt. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. And so, which I get it and I understand. And, and especially, you know, uh, you know, if you've been in the lion's den for a while, you don't want to go back. And I, I, I totally understand that. However, you know, if you want to get ahead, I mean, you're 39 years old, you're very young. I know you don't think so. Okay. But you are. I remember when I was 38, 39 years old, and I, I remember walking on the beach with my mother. We were all at Laguna Niguel in, out in California. Uh, on a, it was on uh, Christmas to New Year's Eve, New Year's uh, that, that week. And I, man, you know, I, my, my company just went over $400 million. Uh, I had my own plane. I'm walking on the beach with my mother and my wife and our children. I was telling my mother, I said, man, I'm 38 years old, mom. I just feel like I haven't done anything. I don't know when I can get something <laughs> done. And, I, you know, I looked back at that. I thought, man, what an idiot. You know, my mother must have thought, man, what an arrogant son I've raised. And so, uh, or, or you know, this, this too, it's too, you know, false humility. And I don't know what, where that came from. I, I wasn't following Jesus at the time, but I, I, now I look back and man, I've created so many different opportunities since then. You know, I've started companies, I've folded companies, uh, I've created massive amounts of wealth for people uh, and for ourselves. And I've had some dip times too. I had some really big dip times. So what I guess, because there is a time when you get to enjoy your fruits of your labor, right? You get to say, oh, Okay, I get to do a victory lap. And it's okay to do a victory lap, Bobby. It is. But you don't want to stay in that place. And you don't want to get shell shock. And what I mean is you've got to get out there and you've got to you got to surround yourself, get a coach, get a mentor and say, hey, listen, if I put in $10,000 here or 5000 or invest in something this or I need to go in debt for 100000 you know, you get that feeling. Well, measure twice, which means, you know, seek wisdom and cut once. The worst thing you can do in that fear, and I don't believe, I believe that fear is not of God. Fear is, is, is from the enemy. And, and there is, there is a thing being responsible. Uh, I'm not a big, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? I'm not a big Dave Ramsey fan. I, I think Dave Ramsey's probably good for very young people to get themselves in, 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 in into tough situations but at some point you don't need to carry around you know your lunch money in an envelope all right and i think you need to i think you need to move forward you, you know uh, and i actually tried that and i couldn't get with it i'm like the, the convenience of plastic is just it is what yes. it is you know like yes in fact, the best thing to do is have credit cards, not even debit cards, but that's a whole other story. So, uh, because yeah, credit cards unsecured yeah. debt. 
Yes. And so, I, you know, uh, risk, don't be so gun shy in going into another risk or going into debt. Uh, and I just I say that because I know you've been in the, in the corporate world and you've got you've got entrepreneurial written all over you. And one of the things that I'm, I was looking at over here on your accomplishment letter is that you want to get back to one million dollars a year uh, or get to one million dollars a yeah. year in revenue. And uh, and I think I think you've got you've got the ingredients to get to that and more. And so but to do that, you need to start your own business, Bobby. Yeah. You know, and I've always told people, look, you know, nobody's going to generally unless you get into a company that's a stock holding company and you get stock options and you get these shares and you get high into the sea level suite, you're not going to make, you know, millions of dollars working for somebody. You just don't. Uh, you can make a good living, which is good. You can have great benefits. You can have 401ks and might amass a million dollars in 401ks over a period of years. And you might have a great retirement plan or uh, uh, good medical benefits, good vacation and stuff. But generally, if you want to get to the wealth part of, you know, million, seven million, seven figures, eight figures deep, you're going to have to do your own business. And the thing no. that I see, I see that what you have is a consulting business going. Yeah, I well, it's uh, it's interesting that you say that, and I, you know, I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure people will listen to this. And one thing that I I really took away from NLE, it really kind of opened me up, and I realized, you know, I I came home, I wrote my journal for like six hours, all kinds of things, and I wrote, you know, if you're gonna be an engineer, if you're gonna work in the, you're, you're capped at, you know, this dollar figure, right? Which which is like 200k, and I and I really thought about that, and I was like. And I read your book and I was like, Michael McIntyre had teams of people making a half a million dollars a year selling insurance in the 80s. I'm like, and in my mind, I'm like, $200,000 a year right now is, that's great. But that's a long way from half a million dollars in the 80s. And I was like, and it occurred to me for the very first time ever, I've had multiple people say, hey, you know, you put your mind to it, you know, you just got to open your mind to it. You know, it just kind of sounds hokey. But it was the first time when I read your book and I really sat down and thought about it. I was like, and no offense, I'm like, if these guys can make a half a million bucks selling insurance, I was like, I might have, I might have avoided getting two rocket science degrees, you know, like, yeah. So it occurred to me, it was like, it's possible. There's no reason I can't, shouldn't feel ashamed about it. Just go find a way to get there. And that, and to me, that, that's a, that's some sort of business, right? That's some business ownership because to yep. your point, you go work for a, co a corporate entity and they'll take care of you just, just so long as you don't leave, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or you, as long as you play the political game. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta toe the line. Yeah, you do. And there, you know, and look, and I, you know, I get this a lot of times, you know, well, McIntyre, you know, not everybody's made to be a risk taker. And, and I get that. I totally get that. Listen, there's, there's plenty of noble professions out there that, that pay really good salaries, great benefits. And you live, you know, you have this, you know, corporation. I've got friends over at Southwest Airlines that are multimillionaires that never made more than $90,000 a year just with stock options. Right? right. So, you know, I get that. And I totally respect that. But if you're an entrepreneur, if you have a risk for, if you have a, you know, you can take risk and you have a tolerance for risk. And also is your wife on board for risk? Yes. Okay. Because it's a team effort, oh, baby. Man. 
I was blessed to marry a woman that was raised by an entrepreneur and she understood the feast and the famine of an entrepreneur. Cause look, Stacy and I've been broke before, you know, uh, and you know, we don't, we didn't enjoy it either time we've been there, you know? So, uh, but we also knew that it wasn't permanent, you know, poverty is permanent, broke is temporary. And as an entrepreneur, you can get through that, but you've got to surround yourself by eagles. You've got to go in there with people that are like-minded, you know, um, You've got to have people that are that find your vision, but you also have to people to say, "Hey, Bobby, don't be an idiot. That's stupid." Okay, yeah. and because sometimes, as you know, and I got there, I was there. You know, we had such a massive amount of success. You know, we went from one office to forty states, and you know, we had twenty thousand reps, and we started, you know, hitting huge numbers, and everybody in the industry, you know, looked at us as, you know, we were, and we were, we were the, you know, we were the golden, golden-haired, you know, fair child out there. We were making it happen. We were in Forbes. We got shown up, and we did all this stuff. And then you start believing your own press, and then everybody tells you how great you are. Hmm. That's the kiss of death right? Because you've got to have people around you. And I did. I had some really good people that didn't drink my Kool-Aid that said, listen, you know, McIntyre, that's not good. That's going to bite you in the ass. And guess what? You know, it did. And then I, I really humbled myself and said, okay, I need to listen to these people. So you want to surround yourself with eagles, but you want to have people in there that aren't just going to give you the yes man answer or yes woman answer, right? And so, so let me just say this about you, Bobby. You, you've got a, God's dealt you a good hand. You're educated, yes? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about your education. Yeah, so uh, so I have two engineering degrees in aerospace engineering. I went to uh, Georgia Tech. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I lived in Atlanta for five years, went to school there for five years, um, got a bachelor's and master's uh, in aerospace engineering with a specialty focus in uh, thermal fluids or combustion for that matter, you know hot gases, uh, you know, when, when planes go fast, weird things happen to the air around it, you know, so you kind of want to know what's going on outside the plane and inside the engine. So, you know, that was the general uh, kind of like research area that I was in. And I uh, kind of had a weird career transition though, because I graduated right at the end of the housing market collapse in 2009, 10. And uh, President Obama got on the radio and was like, we're getting rid of NASA. And I had just moved to Huntsville, Alabama interviewed at NASA, was sleeping on my friend's couch, talked to the guys that were that interviewed me, said, yep, we're going to make you an offer. And the next day after Obama said that, no jobs, all jobs, 150 companies in Huntsville, Alabama canceled every job wreck overnight. And I was couch surfing after that. So, uh, so my first job, I taught high school math um, oh for a year. Yeah, so that was, was humbling, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was something else. So so anyway, that was kind of that's my educational background, and uh, and that moved that moved me into teaching for a year, uh, and then I taught at two colleges uh, alongside that, and taught GED night classes. So my first year out of college, with a thousand dollar a month student loan payment, I was making two thousand dollars a month teaching. So that math is hard to work out. So I had like four teaching jobs, two two colleges, GED night classes, and regular. Uh, regular high school. Well, I just got one thing to say to a rocket scientist here. You, you are incredible and blessed and lucky. Listen, you're 39 years old. You're going to reinvent yourself. And, and it's all about reinventing ourselves. And, I, and I, you know, it really is, Bobby. And what one of the things 
that I want to encourage you to do is really start thinking outside the box. You, with your degree, with your intelligence, your personality, because I got to see your personality. You know, a lot of scientists don't have personality. They have to go out and rent one. You own one, okay, and free and clear, and that's good. You've got a good personality. Listen, you, you, you know, have you thought about jumping into the consulting business and thought about jumping and partnering in with some other people in this? You know, I guess the answer is yes, I've thought about it. And when my wife and I got married, I should have I should have taken her up on this offer. I was working at Lockheed Martin at the time and she we were dual income, no, no kids. And she's like, why don't you stop working and start transitioning to do your own thing? And I'll pay all the bills for us for like a year. And I kind of wow. regret not doing that. But at any rate, um, you know, more recently, we've talked about that some and I've, I've kind of gotten to a point where I'm like, all right doing design engineering and like complex project management for technical problems. I'm pretty adept at that. So I guess I'm in a position where I'm like, well, should I be in it? You know, should I just be a singular consultant and try to find a couple of couple of pieces of work out there? Or should I try to find a small group of people that that need a guy that can get the job done? Because I, I really am that if there's something that's got to get done, everybody that I've ever worked with knows if you give it to Bobby, it's a done deal, no yeah, matter how hard. Yeah, I so, love that. So I thought, I right, thought so, yeah, about you know moving into a, a some sort of consulting ownership, start my own small firm, um, but I just haven't pulled the trigger on it. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I kind of right. go back to, am I going to be capped? How capped? What, what income level? All, all these things, you know, as an engineer, you start like going down. Yeah, the and, and here, all right, all right. Are you up for some coaching, son? Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. <laughs> all right, listen to me, bro. Listen to me. Okay. You've got the gift, all right? You are gifted. I'm, I'm going to prophesy over you a little bit. I'm feeling the Holy Spirit is going to give me this for you. Listen, you have a gift. You got a gift of communication. You, you have the gift. You're physically in good shape. You've got a gift that your wife loves you, and you've got a beautiful baby, and you're healthy. That's all good. That's all gifts. Now, most rocket scientists, most engineers with engineering minds, okay, they, they don't have those gifts that you have been given right? You've been given this, right? You, here's what, here's what I feel. I feel that you are able to start your own engineering rocket, you know, whatever it is you want to do, aerospace consulting firm, all right? And help out the, here in Dallas, just in the Dallas-Fort Worth, man, you've got, man, you've got a lot of, you know, you got Raytheon, you got, you got uh, DFW, you've got a lot of aer aerodynamic stuff here in the, in the Metroplex, you can probably pull some other people. Start this thing out yourself. First thing I do is come up with a name. And listen, this stuff sounds elementary to people, but it's really important because the first step is the biggest step. Come up with a name. Pray about that. Maybe maybe at night, ask the Holy Spirit when you go to bed, what name? Give me a name of this company. What name? Maybe it's a family name. Maybe it's something you've always had. Maybe it's a URL that you have, whatever. Come up with a name. Then I want you to come up with a 30, 60, 90 day business plan, Bobby. I don't want a, I don't want a five year Wharton, you know, business plan. I want a basic. And let me tell you this. The reason I like basic is because you've got to get down to the nuts and bolts of the deal. You're starting. This is this is starting from, you know, ground zero. This is not even in ground. You're in the basement. OK, you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to pour some concrete in the basement here. Right which is okay. really exciting. And that's how I built my insurance company from on the ground. Floor. And I used to bring in guys, I say, look, 
and I brought him in. And I said, you're not starting on the ground floor. You're starting in the basement if you want to. And those people, I, we, we created 175 multimillionaires from that basement, okay? And you can build the same way. And you start out this, you come up with a game plan. Say, okay, let me get with some people. Let me, you've got people in your, in your network or in the NLA for that matter, that say, okay, let's, let's come here. Uh, come on over. Let's, let's brainstorm here. You and your wife brainstorm, come up with a 30, 60 day, 90 day plan. And like, here's what it looks like. Listen to me. And this is, this is really good for listeners too. For the next 30 days, what is it? What are you going to do by when? I'm going to start. I'm going to look for a URL. I'm going to look for a business name. I'm going to, what is my first step? What is it that I can offer the, uh, the aerospace engineer community, a consulting, uh, maybe I can offer them, you know, ways to buy stuff, sell stuff, fix stuff, bring in talent. Maybe, maybe Bobby, you are a uh, headhunter in that business. I don't know, but I do know oh, this. I'd be good at that. Yes. That. Yes. And you know, you know how much those guys make, you know, how much these headhunters I've got a couple clients that are making $2 million a year as a headhunter. Yep. <laughs> wow. Didn't See, that, that, because you're such a brainiac. You don't even understand this life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just let me, I mean, just, wow. I'm like, Whoa. Yes. Again, again, why did, why did I bother to learn calculus? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the good thing. You know all this stuff. And so we if you go out there and recruit, let's say you got to recruit for Lockheed Martin, Ray, you know, whoever, Boeing, whoever it is, maybe it's just for Learjet, maybe it's for, you know, citation, whoever it is that you need to recruit for, because uh, citation's headquarters here in Texas in San Antonio, uh, or Cessna, rather, Cessna. And so whoever you re recruit for, you know, you can look at a resume and you can ask them some questions and you can have them do a personality test and a, and a test to find out if they're who they say they are. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, and then you, that's worth money. Okay. Because a company will call you up and say, Hey Bobby, I need to find, you know, three of these guys and one of these guys and you know, two or two of these you know people, whatever, uh, go out and find them and they'll give you 30% of the gross revenue of their annual salary. So wow. if their salary is $300,000 a year, you can make you know ninety to one hundred and twenty thousand bucks on that. Wow. Okay. That's 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 a that's a strong figure for you know one or two headhunters. Yeah, headhunters do well. The other thing is okay. with that you can have because look you've got the degrees, Bobby. Okay, you know that separates you from the wheat from the chaff really quick. That's that sets you apart. Your degree sets you apart. Plus, you're only 39 years old. And are you up to date on the latest and greatest in aerospace? I would say, I, I would say reasonably yes. I'm pretty aware of most any big projects, things like that. Most of the technologies. Um, so the answer is yeah. Okay. Part so, particularly in manufacturing, I'm highly specialized in manufacturing. All right. So I would I would start looking on I would just start looking on some of the Indeed, Zoom and these other places or, or uh, whatever the zip recruiter and look and see what they're looking at. See who, what they're going for. Who's recruiting who? Who's looking for jobs in the space? And look, maybe, you know, because I know you don't want to just take any job right now. I totally yeah. get that. Therefore, you must be the owner of your company, in my opinion. Now, let me just say this. You know, a lot of people say, I'm waiting for God to move my life. And I believe God wants to move in your life. God wants to move in everybody's life, but God wants you to move first. 
He wants you to get out there and get after it. So I want you to start creating this business. And I want a 30-day plan. Then what happens after the 30-day plan hits the 60 days and 90 days? So it, within 90 days, Bobby, you should have this co company filed. You should have a business, a, a mission statement, a vision statement. What do you want done? How much do you want to earn in this? What kind of revenue do you want to bring in the first year? What? Who is your target audience? Is it is it going to be a consulting slash headhunter business, right? Maybe you're out there just finding people for these businesses. And then when you bring them in there, maybe you do consulting. And here's the cool thing. There's probably in this Dallas-Fort Worth area, there's probably a lot of aerospace engineers that are retired or got an early retirement, got, you know, or maybe they're 65 years old and got tired. You know, they got, you know, 5 million bucks in the bank and they just, they want to do something keep active because they like to they like to tinker in the world they come in you build them out at you know three hundred dollars an hour two hundred dollars an hour you know and you pay them you know a hundred dollars an hour or 150 whatever the, whatever yeah. the market is but you need to look and i would get on google start researching aerospace aerospace oh. consulting and seeing who's out there yeah i mean i really never thought about that and quite frankly i've seen the way i've seen the way defense programs run a couple of them I have a really good understanding of the general engineering landscape, the types of personalities for what types of work. And I've worked, you know, a place like Lockheed goes to smaller companies and finds highly specialized talent. So, you know, I got a good idea of what you pay those types of consulting firms. And I never thought about being the owner of one of those consulting firms. Quite totally, right. Bobby, come on. I, I mean, mean, I just never thought about it. Right. And you've got, you've got all, you've got, <laughs> You know, like I said, God's blessed you. He's dealt you a good hand. When, so in this 90-day plan, okay, you need to get yourself a website. And you need to figure out. And so you've got your resume. You need to have your resume updated. You need to have a professional resume person look at your resume. You need to have a bio. You need to have your LinkedIn up. You need to get your social media. You need to get organized. Now, look, you're, you're a brainiac. You're a smart guy. You can do this. But it's is and and I'm going to tell you this because this is what I tell a lot of people who are in between jobs or in between careers. Your job is creating this business now, okay? And this is an eight to twelve hour a day job. Okay. And if you need to, you know, I know some times guys like to go to the coffee shop or go to a WeWork space or whatever, and so you can just focus you know and stay on point if you're if you if you're good with being at home with the wife and, and your and your your baby that's great but just you know bring your wife into this i'm sure you know she can help you in this process because stacy has helped me several times on, on pivoting and reinventing and changing our deals believe me you know okay. we've had several and we still have several and so you know we start companies and and then, you know, she gives input and valuable input. And I rely on that because she's got so much experience and she looks at things differently than I do. And I need that perspective. Yeah, I actually, now that you say that, you know, I think I think my wife would really love to kind of be the we'll call we'll let her be the CEO. You know what I mean? Totally. Come on. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. I totally get it. All right. Now, uh, how are you taking care of your temple? Um. You know, I've started doing ever since NLE, I started doing a lot of push-ups, sit-ups, more walks, more jogs, better eating, you know, kind of all the all the things. There it's a little incremental, you know, as we said, what 
inch by inch, right? Uh, inch, so inch by inch is a cinch. Inch by inch is a cinch. Well, I've been cinching the belt a little bit here and there going inch by inch. So uh, <laughs> positive thing. We're, we're not really where we want to be yet, but you know, we're, we're headed the right direction. Um, uh, my goal is actually, I hate running. I mean, I can't stand running. I know you love running, but I really despise it. <laughs> but I was like, all right, so, so maybe I'll run a 5k. That sounds terrible. And then I was like, but because I hate it, let's move it to a 10k. So my goal is to be able to run a 10k because if I can run a 10k and I hate it, then I'm like, all right, then I, I could probably, I could probably get to a marathon one day, but I really hate running. So, so anyway, my goal is actually to try to try to get to 10k uh, condition here in the next uh, like 90 days or so. Good. All right. So are you watching what you eat? Uh, I, yeah, yeah. The answer is yes. Okay. All right. Good. Are you taking supplements? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. All right. Uh, you know, listen, you know, just in this process for this next 30, 60, 90 days, I just want to encourage you to, you know, just really, you know, watch what you're eating, keep, you know, uh, drink a lot of water, keep a clear head, you know, and stay focused, stay focused on the prize. You need to get some affirmations on this. All right. You know what affirmations are? Yes, Bobby. I do. Yeah. So whatever your affirmations are, get three solid affirmations for this business, for whatever it is. And you get these affirmations, keep them pithy, short to the point, and start memorizing these, start saying these, start saying over them. And you and your wife, uh, you know, pray on this daily. Stacy and I pray over our business every day together. Sometimes when we're driving down in the car, we do it. Sometimes we're at home and we're sitting around, we do it. You know, but we every day bar none, we pray over our business. We pray over our family. We pray over our finances. And you need to really plow into that, man, because God loves that holy matrimony praying into it because it goes right to the right right to the mercy seat. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah. we we need that. We need to glorify God in that process. And just give yourself five minutes, man, to be with the Lord in the morning. Don't be doing this hour thing right now. Man. You're gonna... <laughs> Cause then, cause then what happens is like, oh man, I, I'm not going to do anything and, and spend five minutes with him. Just give him five minutes and, and you can, you know, Paul always says pray without ceasing. I don't know how to do that, but uh, you know, when you're in your car, just start praying. Sometimes when I'm by myself, I'll just start praying. I have my spiritual language or whatever it is, you know, or pray over whatever it is, you know, maybe somebody's sick, maybe somebody's, you know, uh, they're, they're having a difficult time. And focus out and see who you can help in that process, because that's what's important. When you keep your eye on the prize, you know, and it, it makes a huge difference. But, Bobby, you've got what it takes. And I want I want to follow up with you here in 90 days on this 30, 60, 90 and see okay. where you're at and see how it's going. And, uh, yeah, stay in contact with me if you would. Let me know, because yeah, I think it's really a good idea to get into this consulting slash headhunter business. And, heck, you could own your own firm, bro. I mean, Within a year, you can have five or six to 10 engineers working for you. There's a lot of them out there that got tired of the corporate politics, went yeah. out on their own, uh, you know, with big companies like, you know, Raytheon and Lockheed and Boeing, you know, made, you know, 20, 30 million dollars in the stocks and are just kind of, but then they get bored, you know, and guys like they have the brain power that you do. They don't like to be bored. They want to be, they, they enjoy, they enjoy the process and they enjoy being in the game. Yeah. So there's a lot of guys out there that will come in and work, but look, research this stuff, research what they're getting. Pro. I'm going to, you give me some ideas yeah. here. 
It's good. All right, my man. Is that good? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I appreciate, appreciate your time and, and your coaching and your guidance. So I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. Um, I'm in my mind, I'm making my 30 day plan right now. I'm like, all right, what are all the things that <laughs> I'm need sure to happen? You yeah, and you know, it sounds kind of dumb when I say it, when I'm going to say it aloud, but you know, probably the one thing that's really prevented me from getting going is not, you know, it's not doing your business formation or any of that. There's a software that I, that I like to use for design work. It's annually like 2,500 bucks, but because I never had a month, I couldn't, I didn't monetize it with any type of projects like privately. So I was like, I'm not going to spend the $2,500 to get the software to get going. It's kind of like when you say it out loud, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, man. Yeah. I always say, you know, don't, don't be picking up, you know, uh, pennies like they were manhole covers, right? Yeah. Uh, just, you know, listen, just move forward. Keep, keep focused on the prize, measure twice, cut once, seek wisdom and, you know, find, maybe, maybe look for a mentor in this business too. It's in this business, Bobby. They're out there. I promise you. There's some good Christian believer rocket rocket scientists out there that are probably retired that say, hey, yeah, I'd love to help a young whippersnapper out there. That's, you know, timing was off for him. And so here it is. Come into this place here. Because listen, we need your genius. We need we need smart people like you in the kingdom building these things and consulting these things and bringing other people into that place. And, you know, I think you could be a really amazing piece to that. You might be a unicorn, which makes it even more interesting. So that's good. That's really good. All right, my man. Well, thank you, brother. Thanks for being on the next level podcast, bro. And uh, yeah. Uh, so if, if one of our, uh, I always ask all of our guests here right now during the uh, podcast at the end is what scripture are you sitting on right now, Bobby? And uh, and why? And is there any interesting books that you'd like to share with the listening yeah, audience? Actually, there's a there's a scripture that's really kind of hit me since since NLE. I had a, a lot of revelation and long, really long story, but I'll kind of cut to the chase. But I was I was actually at uh, at uh, Scotch Cigar and Scripture Night, and uh, everybody was sharing scripture, and everybody I'm not really good at like quoting any scripture, you know. And in my mind, I'm listening to people quoting scripture. And I hear and, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, I really want to say something. But like, you know, I, I don't know. The, I don't know a particular type of script. I don't even know if there's a Job 2310. I don't even know if that exists. Right. I mean, <laughs> in my mind, I literally say Job 2310. Well, there's a guy there. I start having a deep conversation with him about what I went through at NLE and, you know, a lot of the stuff that I've experienced you know, in the last two years in the corporate world and all kinds of things. And he goes, you know. Job 2310 comes to mind. And I was like, what? <laughs> Job 2310 basically, and I can't quote it directly, but Job 2310 says, you know, you know, I'll I'll test you and you'll come out like pure gold. Something mm -hmm. along those lines. Yeah. But it really spoke to me. I went and read it and recently like I I I highlighted in my Bible and my wife was standing there when I did it because I have never written one thing in my Bible. Like I'm like, nah, wow. don't, that's crazy. Look, don't highlight it. So I highlighted that is the first scripture. And it basically is like, hey, you've been walking through some hard times. Yeah. You think I was doing that for nothing? I'm with you. You're going to come out like pure gold when it's done. Amen, and uh, so that's what's been on my heart. And I've really been living in that for the last several months. Um, I love that. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Any books, interesting books that you've been reading? 
Uh, I read your book. Uh, I actually, I've read, I've been reading a few books. I've been reading some books about insurance and uh, also trading stocks. So a lot of finance books. I'm pretty interested in finance. Um, so uh, yeah, so I don't know that anybody else would be particularly interested, but there is a book about how to use whole life insurance policies to be your own banker. Uh, yeah. You know, that's great. Yeah, I know you're talking to some people in there. And I think it's a smart idea. I like that. I really do. I think there's a lot of good things. Insurance world is good, bro. It yeah, really is. I, I, it's, my mind's been blown. In fact, I'm actually going to get I'm going to an insurance training this weekend to become a licensed life insurance. Come on, agent. man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. I've been, I've been licensed for, gosh, since 1983. So, yeah, uh, long time. A long time. So, you know, in in fact, I think in Texas, there's like 89,000 or 90,000 insurance agents in Texas. <laughs> we have to wear name tags so we don't try to sell each other all the time, but it's good. Oh, that's funny. Uh, well, man, listen, Bobby, I love, I love you got a brand new family. You're really doing well. Stay focused, brother. Get out there. Don't be in fear. Be in God. Trust in the process. Trust in God. God in God we trust. Like I said, so right on our money, baby. Right. And stay in the Bible, give five minutes in the morning, just relax and meditate. And at nighttime, when you go to bed, just ask the Holy Spirit for more creativity, more creativity. And in the morning, if you get up, I really encourage you to write down the first thing that comes to your mind and just write it down. Doesn't make need to make sense. And then after a week, go back and review it. You'll see what the Holy Spirit is telling you. God bless you, brother. Thank you for being next level, baby. You are, yeah, Bobby. You. Bobby Hudak, you're going to be famous here. Rich and famous, just don't forget us little peons over here when you do. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. You're unforgettable for sure. Awesome, man. God bless you, brother. Thank you God so much you. for being on. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.